0: What's
1: up, what's up, what's up Fort Worth? Welcome to another episode of the Fort Worth Freedom Review. We are a show about local politics that aims to get more people engaged in local issues and it's election season, my friend. It's election season. Oh my gosh, early voting starts tomorrow. Oh, by the way, my name is Anthony Sosa and I am here today with Thomas Moore to go over the candidate forums. That were streamed on April 16th by the Fort Worth Report. This time we're going to, instead of, so last episode, if you didn't know, uh, we covered the mayor and the city council seats, uh, some of them anyways. Uh, And this episode, we will be covering the Fort Worth ISD school board, TCC board district trustees, and the Tarrant water, Tarrant regional water district. There we go. Um, Board candidates as well. So, kind of the stuff that we haven't talked about as much on this show, to be honest. And so uh, looking forward to kind of learning more about these candidates and bringing that information to you. We've got our opinions, but we want you to give you, listener, the resources to develop your own, uh, all of the resources that we use as uh, this is the case for every episode will be provided below in the show notes. Please, please, please go check them out. Check our work. Do your own research. Uh, That's why we bring it to you um, so you can kind of Make your own conclusions. All right. This podcast is made possible by the Justice Reform League, a Fort Worth-based nonprofit. You can sign up for our substack at our website, justicereformleague.net, where we will occasionally post op-ed type articles. If you would like to submit something to our substack or have any episode ideas or additional stories that you would like us to cover, you can contact us on Twitter at FWReview, on Instagram at Fort Worth Freedom Review, or send us an email at FW Freedom review. At gmail.com want to let you know last thing early voting is from april 24th to may 2nd so we've got it coming up here for the next couple of weeks or so next few days 12, 12 days um and then election day the last day to vote is on may 6th so please please come out and vote please please bring your friends please please check out our spreadsheet that uh, we are providing with all of the different candidates and some of the information in regards to them, articles that they've talked about, their campaign websites, their phone numbers, depending on which candidate that is. So uh, go check that out, go check that out. We want you to to have everything that you need to develop you know, your opinions about these people so you can actually vote with confidence knowing what you're voting for and who you're voting for. All right, here we go. Without further ado, here's the show. We are rolling, rolling, rolling like a river.
2: Fantastic.
1: (laughs) Yay! Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, buddy.
2: Happy Sunday.
1: So, welcome, welcome. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, I think what we're going to do today, before we get to the videos that Thomas and I have not watched yet, um, so we can get fresh eyes and ears on it, uh, I just want to briefly mention and... The Texas Legislature, uh, Thomas. Have you uh, have you seen the deluge of stories coming out about all the crazy? Oh, things I've seen te- some
2: of them, <laughs> and all of them are oh so Texan. Yeah. <sighs> yes.
1: So, like, I don't know. We we got an election coming up. Probably by the time you hear this, early voting will have already started. So we definitely want to press like go vote for Tarrant County stuff for Fort Worth you know, mayor and Fort Worth city council stuff. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, but don't, I don't know. It's, it's this media cycle. If you don't know, if you're new to paying attention to politics or if you don't remember from last time around every two years when the Texas house and Senate meets, cause we only meet every other year, which is insane. Um, we only meet for like three months and during this time period that, you know, until the session is over, which is over in about, I think five, five weeks, four to five weeks. They are just passing, either the Senate or the House, like insane, insane legislation to pretty much throw red meat to their base to say, "Hey, look, we tried to do something." Most of this stuff doesn't actually become law, but the media, like, loves to bring up, and the internet just likes to focus on in general. I don't even want to blame the media on this. It's like people too. People see this stuff, just read the headline and go, "Oh my God, Texas is going to put the Ten Commandments in classrooms," for instance. um, and while I am like not down with that, I don't think that would be a great idea. And I'd be super pissed if they make me do that. Um, I am not really thinking or worrying about that right now. I don't think it's worth our time and energy because no one knows if any of these things are actually going to become law until they're passed by both chambers and signed by the governor, which isn't going to happen until the end of the session here in those four or five weeks. So I think it's important to kind of keep perspective on Okay, all of these crazy things. Maybe five percent of these crazy things will actually happen, which is still scary and still bad, um, but not all of them. I don't know. What, Thomas? Were there things that like jumped out to you that you heard that? I don't know. Were particularly here's what I think
2: is going to happen. The, the The one I heard the most about was the uh, the Ten Commandments one, and I think what's going to happen is it's going to pass, but it's not going to go into law because that would be a violation of the First Amendment, wouldn't it?
1: I don't even know. Like, I think it's, like, super messed up. But I don't... I, I have no idea. I, and they. I was reading a little bit of the article. Pretty much, like, rather than linking to all of these articles, I'm just going to link to the Texas Tribune, Texas Legislature feed. And, like, listener, you can just click on that link and, like, just scroll through, and you'll see all of these headlines. Um, And you can just kind of look into whichever one you want. They're trying to use some... Some other Supreme Court decision in regards to like a coach being allowed to pray before a football game uh, and saying that because of that ruling, this allows them to do this. But like, just and I'm obviously not a lawyer, but just based on the reading of that, that was saying the, what the way uh, Texas Tribune reported it that the coach was deemed okay to do that because he was, quote, a private citizen doing it, like not representing the school or the school district or whatever, but like just being himself and so like to me like
2: (laughs) and he elected to do that it's not like forcing people to put it in their classrooms yeah
1: those are two totally different things so i don't even see it like if it does pass like it holding up in court um but who knows i don't know this 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 conservative supreme court that we have you know who knows what do you think they're going to do about justice clarence thomas think they're going to do anything
2: They're going to yell a lot, and then (laughs) Clarence Thomas is still going to be on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And there's going to be, like, some procedural thing he has to do, like, report everything he gets from now on, and you're going to get, like, a bunch of outlets being like, yeah, we got him or something. Yeah, I... they didn't really get him.
1: I don't yeah, I mean it it i am glad this stuff's coming out in the open, like the amount of corruption that we have in our Supreme Court with this particular justice. But I mean that could you know, if it's if it's him, you know, where they smoke their fire, I'm sure this, this is just going on, you know, a lot. But like, yeah, I don't expect him to I mean it would be unprecedented to do something to one of our justices, like to put them away to to uh prosecute them for this type of stuff, which is crazy because like we should be vigilant. Vigilant, <laughs> vigilant. Um, <laughs> making up words here uh, about the word. about that. Yeah, like you know, like we should be holding these people accountable. We should be holding our leaders, are especially people this high up in our government. You know, our politicians. But these justices aren't even quote unquote political. Obviously, it's political, but they claim to be non political, and it's like when then we should be really holding them to high standards. And it's just like it's just a joke what's going on if you don't know what's going on with Clarence Thomas he essentially has been do you want do you want to explain it thomas do you want to
2: what's the name of the guy again oh god i forget the guy's name but too. there's like some billionaire in dallas who for the past several decades him and clarence thomas have been like really really tight and i mean like to the point where they're like he's taking clarence thomas on on like a half million dollar vacation. I think he sold a house to Clarence or something.
1: Yeah, like he sold his like childhood home or something to him or whatever. Um, man, I'm trying to Google it. Harlan Crow. There it is. Harlan Crow. So yeah, Harlan. Look up Harlan Crow if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, and you'll see. This dude's also like into Nazi memorabilia. Apparently, like I heard on NPR, they were trying to. I don't know if they were trying to obfuscate. Or just provide better context, or whatever. But they're like, yeah, this guy just kind of collects historical artifacts in general, and he apparently has like a statue yard of like a bunch of world leaders, like including like Stalin uh, and Marx, and like uh, was, they listed like six or seven like various across the board political ideology statue, like Churchill. I think it was yeah, it was another one. Um, and he's just like he just likes history stuff. So like yeah, he also has a bunch of Nazi memorabilia too. Also. I'm
2: sure it's fine <laughs> yeah
1: uh yeah, so that's that's happening around the country, so I guess that's you know and the state we've kind of started talking about the state, so you know we'll wrap up the the state stuff just don't don't freak out yet about the 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 new laws that may or may not be coming um we'll probably freak out here in the next month or so once we know what what the right, governor actually right. signs
2: we, 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 so we all agree we only panic a month from now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we've only got so much emotional energy to go around. We still got a November election coming up. That's like a bigger one. So we need to we need to Great. keep enough, uh keep enough of our energy to make it till then. OK, well, without further ado, thank thank you again to the Fort Worth Report. Uh, for doing what they do, uh, again, donate to them. They are a, a a publicly funded organization. Ah, when I say it like that, it makes it sound like they get government money. They, they're donation. They they survive off of our donations to people, um, and maybe maybe they got some advertisements there too. I'm not sure. They're independent. They're not the Star Telegram. I'll say it like that. Um, but they they cover all this important political stuff, and they do not have a paywall. And for that, we love you. Uh, so we've got four uh panels here. We've got the Fort Worth ISD District 2 and 3 for the school board. We've got the Fort Worth ISD District 5. We've got the TCC Board Candidate Forum. So the people who kind of make decisions for the Tarrant County College District, which by the way is like pretty big if you don't know. We've got those many campuses. Uh and then the Tarrant Regional uh Tarrant Regional Water District Board candidate forum as well. We haven't really talked about these people as much as much most of the time that we spent on air has been talking about city council and mayor uh, and that stuff. So we're now going to get to know these candidates and uh, we'll let a hey, Thomas and I are going to tell you what we think. <laughs> do you have a preference buddy? Which one do you want to start with?
2: I do not. I was going to ask you the same question. Okay.
1: Let's, I don't either. Let's, mm, let's do the, the water board. And I'll, I guess for our sake, in case we don't know like what these people do uh, in our spreadsheet, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that too. We got a spreadsheet of all the candidates. Uh, we've been having that. If you're new to the show, uh, this has been here for the past couple uh, month or two or so. Uh, all the candidates that are running in this election coming up are provided below. And for some offices, we have like a description for what they do uh, for the Tarrant Regional Water District. This is what their website says. Uh, board members set the water district's annual budget. Approve contracts for water district projects and receive regular reports from the Tarrant Regional Water District General Manager, Dan Booman. I don't know how I'm probably saying his name wrong, and all other staff members. The board also adopts an overall strategic plan to ensure the agency delivers water supply to the cities, builds flood reduction infrastructure, and provides recreational opportunities along the Trinity River. The Water District has also played a large role in the development of the Central City slash Panther Island flood control project in downtown Fort Worth, which received more than $400 million in federal funding last year, while the city of Fort Worth is taking the lead on creating economic development plan for Panther Island. The Water District staff are working with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers on the project's flood control elements. So important position. And then also especially with this project that we've been working on for God knows how long Um, these people are going to be making decisions there. So we kind of need to know what they're going to do with this money. Are there, I guess the thing that I'm most concerned about with this office is corruption. Um, Because that's kind of what we've had in the past in regards to this Panther Island project. Like just money kind of with Kay Granger. It was Kay Granger. Kay Granger's son, right, was on the project. And there was some finagling with money. We covered it back a year or two ago when this was kind of going on um if you want to go back through our
3: catalog but
1: okay here we go without further ado we'll we'll hear from these four uh uh, four candidates
3: Just just be courteous of that um and we we do no rebuttals in this kind of a thing so all right so we will begin with introductions in alphabetical order candidate Ashton.
4: Thank you. My name is Joe Ashton. I am currently the mayor of River Oaks. I've been mayor for the last three years. Uh, before that, I spent eight years on the city council there in River Oaks. Uh, my day job is that I'm the city manager of Pantego, also here in Tarrant County. So uh, I have a lot of experience uh, in meetings, uh, public hearings, uh, at public budgets. I have uh, a lot of experience actually bringing transparency to uh, to local government, and that is uh, my focus in this race is to bring transparency uh, to further bring transparency to the water district. I think that over the last few years, uh, over the last 10 years or so compared to how it used to be, there ha- there have been some strides, but uh, there still are some places that I think the district can improve, and I think I have that experience as far as, uh, like I said, uh, through the public experience uh, that I have, uh, both as an elected and an appointed official. A uh, little bit about me, uh, lifelong Tarrant County resident, lifelong resident of River Oaks, and I-, I do have a passion for local government, as you can tell by uh, by my experience so thank you very much and i'm i uh, greatly appreciate the opportunity to be here
1: all right let's let's stop there and assess what do you think thomas
2: sounds like a good old boy also sounds like someone who's been involved in city politics for for a while
1: yeah oh do you want i'm sorry i should have probably told you what, my time stamp uh if you wanted to watch follow along or not um I'm at like two minutes now, two sixteen. Um, yay. somehow I'm at
2: 233. two thirty
1: three. Okay, <laughs> close enough. You, you got, you know, you see what's up. Um, he, uh, I, I, like, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, there's, I guess, there's the ups, the pluses, and the downsides of being that type of. So he's mayor of a small municipality, River Oaks, which is I think I forget the population, like five or six thousand or something. It's here on the north side of town.
2: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Um, and then he's the city manager, which is kind of like a mayor, but like, you know, you're really doing more yeah. stuff, uh, for Pantigo, another small municipality in Arlington, like near Arlington, surrounded by Arlington.
2: Yep. Yeah, I used to live right next to Pantigo. Pretty sure.
1: So I'm trying to think like what that entails being the mayor and or city manager of small municipal- mun- municipalities like that. And it's probably hard. Uh, it's probably because you don't have a lot of resources at your disposal to really do very much of anything. Um, And so I, I wonder what that, you know, I, I want to kind of say, like, I agree with you, good old boy, like part of the network, been here for a while, probably well-connected, which, again, could be a good thing depending on what you're trying to do. Um, but I wonder, like, if he's real, if, you know, maybe kind of being from this, like, lower end of the economic spectrum in, in regards to government or politics, like might might be able to bring some of that perspective to the table i don't know i'm fishing <laughs> for like for uh positivity on it i don't know it's hard to say He he's just talking about himself he's not talking about his policies so i guess it's hard to say but i don't know seems suspicious not i don't know i don't want to use the word suspicious but like you know just well connected makes me kind of a little skeptical i don't know do you feel that way too
2: it sounds like it'd be more of the same of like what people are already getting like he he sounds like okay. he fits in fine
1: that's uh that's a good way to put it, yeah, I agree with that
4: okay, okay. thank okay. you
1: so
0: We'll keep it going. to
3: candidate Moore
0: hi, uh, <laughs> my name's Chad Moore. Um, I was inspired to run by reading an article uh saying that there was opportunities to uh, to do a better job i'm a locomotive engineer and so i do have hours to sit by myself and think about things and i decided to do it um, which was a surprise to all my family Um, i'm going to tell you this that i'm um, i know that i that i don't know everything but i am committed to learning and listening and i just i want to do I want to do right by the citizens and I want to bring a a fresh citizen focused perspective to the board.
5: Thank you. Wow.
2: What do you think? Well, first of all, no relation to him, but uh, (laughs) he seems genuine. He seems like he has a good positive idea about things. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be better than the last guy. But I don't think he's the one people are going to vote for.
1: Yeah, I feel like admitting that you don't know everything and that you're, you know, you're not an expert is viewed as a wrong move in politics. But I think it's I don't know. Yes, depending on the voter. I think it could be an endearing quality. I think the fact that he's a dude, he's a worker, right? So he's not a city manager. <laughs> he's a guy who who, who right. drives trains um or operate trains or something along those lines like that you know that's again we want to talk about diversity in these in these boards and these seats of power you want working class people there and the fact that he was inspired to do so hey i don't know exactly what i'm doing here but i know that i care and that i'm willing he wants to do right by the people i'm willing to listen to the people like that's i don't know you can't ask for much a much better candidate than that um
2: no you cannot
1: Likes yeah, I don't know. I like I like it. I agree. I'm curious if he's, you know, viewed as the front runner or whatever, but I like I like I like what he said. Oh here yeah. we'll we'll come to Paxton mother all I've been seeing these names his name all over the place. Sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> it's it's a George Lucas name right there. Wedge and
6: all right, uh Paxton Motherall, uh thank you for uh hosting us tonight. Uh excited to be here and for the opportunity to
2: What's run your time uh, for the Tarrant Regional Water Uh three
1: minutes and twenty-six seconds.
2: how did I get ahead of you?
6: All right, I'm ready. Yeah. Water District Board. Uh lifelong resident of Fort Worth, uh been civically uh engaged uh for all of my, my career. And been involved, uh, you know, from a practical standpoint, delivering large-scale uh, complicated projects uh, from a development standpoint. Uh, also from experience, uh, been actively involved uh, with water conservation uh, organizations such as streams and valleys. The reason I'm running is this, our 11 County population area, 11 County service area uh, population, is going to double in the next 50 years. And we need to be planning now for that for the needed water supply that's going to be required to service that population and then that, that has to start today so for me the reason i'm running is for to refocus on water supply flood control and get back to what the water district was founded on
1: oh what do you think you, you go first
2: well, at least he has a stated purpose. He's a lot better than Ashton as far as being articulate. Yeah, because um, he 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 sounds like he's experienced, but he has a purpose for for running other than just oh people think I should.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sounds like he's got experience. He also, I mean, the way that he put it, he's kind of imply he didn't say it outright but based on what he said he's implying that the water district hasn't been doing what it should be doing or was created to do for a while um which i you know i'm i don't know much about this office or a much about city planning or this stuff but just based on if i'm thinking about that and going like okay what what was it created to do what is it doing i think this economic <laughs> development this making money for the city or for the county by redirecting the trinity river for instance uh i don't think that's what it was created for i think it was created to do what he's talking about which is essentially water conservation providing water for everybody providing the infrastructure to provide water to everybody and managing those things accordingly um i don't think it was created to create money uh, and it sounds like that's kind of what it's become. It's like another part of the Fort Worth economy is like what we do with the water and how are we using that to spur economic development. Uh, so I think it's, it's a good money. point. Yeah, money. And like he's kind of saying like, we let's like actually do what we were created to do, which is yeah. in, in, in this climate change, you know, and it, like, for instance, today, it's almost the end of April and it's like cold and rainy outside. It's like 50 degrees. <laughs> you think it's February or something um yeah so that's a good point you know i don't know uh again i want to hear what these people's policy i guess that's a policy oriented thing like his statement was policy oriented so okay we got one more and then we'll listen to like one question uh and then we'll move on to the next forum Where you? thank at? you all right uh four minutes and 28 seconds
3: and candidate team uh
0: first
1: uh-oh, his mic's not working. God, <laughs> every time. It's probably the same every damn mic time microphone. Every there's that one mic. Same <laughs> it's, mic. It's the same mic.
0: <laughs> All right. Max okay. and I will have to trade. <laughs> All right. I'll skip. Thank you very much the fourth report for, for having me here. Um, I'll start off. My name uh, is Charles Team, but I go by my initial Uh I'm born and raised here in Fort Worth, Texas, Texas. Um, Lifelong resident, except for uh, four years when I went to college, uh, I moved back and uh, began a family, uh, my wife and, and uh, two children. Um, I'm passionate about the water district and water supply, and I got that way because uh, my day job is real estate broker. Uh, we look at growth all day and, and we as a at North Texas have been able to grow the way we have because of the ample water supply. Now, it's not going to be that way in 50 years if we don't start working today. Uh, the water district has three main tenants, uh, supply water supply, flood protection, and recreation. And I want to be sure that the water district stays concentrated on water supply first and foremost. Uh, why me? Uh, I would say my experience uh, sets me apart. I started attending water district board meetings in, uh, in 2015 with some regularity. So before I uh, uh, ever, ever ran, I had already had three years of, of, of watching and learning and meeting people under my belt. Um, I was appointed to the board to fill a vacated, seat, an empty seat in January. And so I was able to hit the board running, hit the ground running. Um, I want to be accessible to the public and I want to be available in the community. Thank you.
1: Okay. What do you think?
2: So far, he's the most qualified, just because he's actually been on the board.
1: Yeah, and he's kind of, kind of like what what Mister Bob Willoughby brought up uh, last episode or a couple of episodes ago about like who's actually going to these meetings, who's actually been to one. Um, right, this guy's been going for a while, and just to even say like I'm passionate about water in the water district is like what (laughs) but when he first said that i was like no way you know really like come on bro but then it's like but no he does seem sincere like he's like you know and you do want somebody who's passionate about something as mundane as this like i say mundane but like this is incredibly incredibly important like our water supply here in fort worth and is there enough water for everybody to drink is there enough water for our, our plants and our animals right like um, that's going to be, uh, uh, a focus as we go on through the next, the, the, you know, the, the oncoming decades, like dealing with what we're dealing with, like we're on the edge of the, you know, the part of the country is going to be experiencing more drought than, than ever before. So he, you know, he, he, him and Paxton mother, all both seem to be speaking towards the future, which was nice. Um, and then Mr. Moore seemed like a very nice guy with his heart in the right place, and then we had Ashton, who, like now that we've heard from the other three guys, like I don't even really remember what he said <laughs> um didn't seem to me as impactful that the as what came later, so I don't know, Thomas, if you were voting for Tarrant County this year
2: who who would you pick? either Mr. Moore or Mr. Team, yeah
1: i think i'm gonna go there with you uh, i think i think too i probably pick mr team and mr moore kind of looks like you like he's got the beard and the glasses well you don't have the beard anymore i guess but um but then mr team kind of looks like this youtuber that i watch who does really really nerdy engineering youtube videos called the name of the channel is even mundane technology connections uh he looks like that dude, and that dude looks nice. I don't know. There's something about when you see a person's face. He and looks
2: like to... his style is straight out of the 70s. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Uh, I don't know. Not that politics should be judged by looking at a person and saying, that person looks cool or looks nice or I want to vote, you know. But that's part of it. Human psychology does kind of work like that. I don't know. Get good vibes from both of those candidates, more in team. So there you go, voter. Pick for yourself who you, who, who you like, who you think, you know, would best represent Tarrant County. Um, Please, 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 please go vote. All right. uh, Let's go on to the Tarrant County uh, board candidates. And I I believe there's more candidates than what showed up. There's only three that showed up. Let me look at the spreadsheet real quick. Um,
2: Yeah, there's more than three, I think.
1: Oh, I didn't even put it. Oh, whoops. (laughs) I didn't put them on the spreadsheet. That's my bad. Um, So, okay, here we go. Maybe, Maybe they'll preface that. Beginning.
3: Um, the others send their regrets, but we'll begin. Two district candidates district are running. I uh, <laughs> we'll begin with our introductions. They are, uh, Larry, sorry, Leonard Hornsby, Nikki Stroba. Uh, three of the five candidates have shown up tonight. The others send their regrets, but we'll begin. All with-
7: district four.
3: <laughs> we'll begin with our introductions.
7: We'll start with Mr. Greenhill. Is it on? Hi, hi. First of all, uh, thank you for being here and uh, thank you for A&M for having this space for us. Uh, Since I want votes for Aggies, I'm gonna say, howdy. And if you're an Aggie, you know what that means uh, because that's their tradition. Uh, I'm Bill Greenhill. I am a, uh, a member of the board of trustees of Tarrant County College. I am a uh, running for my third term on the college board. I was elected in two thousand eleven and have served for the last ten years. I'm an attorney here in Fort Worth with the firm of Haynes and Boone. I'm a corporate attorney. Uh, I have three children, Duke, Frank, and Joe, all of whom went to Arlington Heights High School and uh, had a good had a good time. Yes, the bees. Anyway, uh, I I'm uh, running. Excuse me. Jello jackets. I'm sorry, you're right. Absolutely, I've got ten seconds to go. But uh, I, I've really, uh, I'm a compa- I'm very compassionate about uh, being a trustee of Tarrant County College and uh, helping students uh, uh, get get better. Thank you.
2: Okay. And then he like got the mascot of the school his kids went to wrong. That's right. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Okay, so, okay, I hit, I just hit the record button. So, we had a technical difficulty for a moment. We're coming back. So, Mr. Greenhill, old, he's been there for a while. Uh, yeah, he already seemed kind of scatterbrained. Got, you said the mascot wrong. <laughs> this kid's high school. Said we were having fun. He's a corporate lawyer. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really crazy about this dude. What do you <laughs>
2: what's your take he's got like the nice grandpa vibes but also like grandpa was an asshole when he was younger vibes you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i can see that for sure
1: okay well i, I think we're you know we're, we're kind of at that point depending on like regardless of what office we're talking about i think a lot of these offices it's kind of out with the old and with the new like we want new ideas new people in there and this dude seems to have been there for a minute um so, I don't, okay, let's listen to Miss Pritchett. Uh, and yeah, let's, let me see if I'm in the right spot. I'm, I'm at 153, let me see if this
8: is right. I'm Pritchett, and it's a pleasure to be here tonight and to see so many friendly and familiar faces. Thank you very much for this opportunity to speak to this, this group tonight and give me the opportunity to introduce myself to you. So my family and I have been here in Tarrant County since 2015. We moved to the state, great state of Texas in 2011. I wasn't born here, through no fault of my own, but I did get here as quickly as I could. And I'll also know that David Crockett also wasn't born in Texas, so that shouldn't be held against me. What We're here now and part of the community. I've been in technology sales for 25 plus years. My husband and I also own a small business here in Tarrant County. And it's a, an absolute honor and privilege to be able to be potentially representing all of, all of the people in Tarrant County in District 4 as a trustee on tarrant county college board of trustees thank you very much
2: all right which what you got thomas i don't really know a lot about her she's a texan so that's good (laughs) (laughs) um don't know if she should be on a tcc board or not i don't know what 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 are her qualifications as far as education goes? How can we have people who are non-educators on this board?
1: Yeah, she's owns a small she didn't even say what her small business was. Like what kind of business is it? Yeah. That's the most vague thing. and We own a small business. But like, okay, cool. you were not from Texas, but you got here as quick as you could. You're a bumper sticker. All right. Like, I don't come on, man. Come on, man. I don't know. Right. Yeah.
2: If 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 Jack Reynolds isn't in an education, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's see let's see what he says. Let me uh oh, 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 let me, hold on. Oh Hold on. All right. And,
5: yeah, next. Mr. Reynolds. Thank you.
3: Mr. Reynolds.
5: Good evening. I'd like to uh, first thank Fort Worth Reports for putting on the candidate forum and the invitation. It's good to see everyone here tonight. Um, There are really three reasons why I'm running for this board seat. Um, First and foremost, I have a real passion for education. I'll explain more of that in a moment. Secondly, because there are some real issues with this board that I suspect we're going to be getting into throughout this uh, particular part of the forum, so I'll save that for then. Mm. And then the last one is because I'm very qualified for this for this particular role. It's a natural extension. I'm a I'm an educator, Um, and that'll become clear as we move forward. Thank God. My passion for education stems from the fact that I know that education can transform lives, and I know that because it's transformed mine. Um, I graduated with my undergraduate degree. at the age of 42. My last job before going off to college was in a cardboard box factory making minimum wage. I worked my way through grad school as a high school math teacher. I have a master's degree in economics and a doctorate degree in educational leadership and policy studies. I spent more than three uh, years at Tarrant County College alone as an economics professor before moving on um, and I continue my work in higher education. So um, my, my life has been completely and utterly transformed thanks to education and I want to be sure that those opportunities uh, exist for everybody in, uh, uh, in my uh, in tarrant county and certainly in district four
2: thank you nice thank you well he's already my favorite
1: yeah my, but for sure by far uh okay let's get to did we listen to a question for the board of the water board or did we just like listen to the intro
2: we didn't but we have way too many people to get through
1: okay so well let's do a question so we've only got three here let's listen to their first question uh, again, listener, yeah. the links for all of these videos are provided below. Each each forum is about twenty to five to thirty minutes long, so they're not too long. If you want to go watch the whole thing, we encourage you to do so.
3: Yeah, Laura, you'll begin this question. Uh, the chancellor is the one Where employee you who directly answers to the team. Great question.
1: Uh, four minutes twenty three seconds. The, ch- the chancellor answers questions. Something. Ccc board. All right.
3: As a trustee, what would you say? as your expectations for her? So the
1: Chancellor?
8: So, as the Chancellor leading the college, I think that is very important to show decisive leadership and transparency in, in everything that you do. Making sure that you are following all of the, the rules of the of the college, that you are making sure that you are putting the taxpayers and the students first in all decisions that you make. Make sure that you continue to lead with integrity and honesty, and that you show true leadership in everything that you do.
1: I was like the most generic thing, standard politician yeah. speak. Okay, Bubber sticker. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Did you hear that one person clap in the background?
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Chad. Oh, okay. I'm um, up next. Um, the role of the chancellor. So, um, I, this is a good question. I don't know how many of you know this, but we have a fairly new chancellor. She's been with the college for a while. Um, and that's because the last chancellor was summarily fired um, for harassing uh, one of the uh, um, folks that works at uh, Tarrant County College uh, because um, she was uh, supervising his girlfriend at the time, which was uh, an unethical relationship that was occurring between him and an employee of Tarrant County College. Um, and so uh, the, we... we have these roles. This is one of the few things that the, that the board has direct um, control over is who our chancellor is. Um, obviously, leadership plays a role, but at the end of the day, the chancellor, we're, we're, the, we're the voice of the taxpayers. Uh, the chancellor uh, represents our students, represents our um, education uh, staff, faculty, etc. And uh, their role should be to uh, ensure that we have the, the best people in place. And uh, as you'll find out, I suspect here shortly, uh, that is not necessarily the case at the moment. <laughs>
4: Thank you.
1: Tell like I, it is. I love his snarkiness. And he's like but he's like still being like civil. Like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to. You know what? You all know what I'm talking about, you <laughs> know." We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Vote for Jack. Vote for Jack Reynolds. Come on, this one's easy, right? Okay, so this is me from the future and uh I should have caught this article we aired but i missed it um jack reynolds has dropped out of the race but his name remains on the ballot uh i'm going to read from the article uh from the fort worth report that came out on april 13th um jack reynolds suspended his campaign on april 8th for the district 4 seat on the tcc board his name will remain on the ballot after much quote after much prayer and talking it over with my family I have decided to suspend my campaign, end quote, Reynolds said in a statement posted on Facebook. Quote, the sheer level of resistance to my campaign has made a viable path forward impossible, end quote. Hmm. Um, Then it says three candidates remain in the race, challengers Laura uh, Forkner-Pritchett, who we saw just a moment ago, or heard from just a moment ago, and then Larry Dale Carpenter Jr., who was not at at the Fort Worth Report forum thing. Um, and they both are hoping to deny an incumbent Bill Greenhill another four-year term representing West Fort Worth, Azel, Hazlitt, Watauga, North Richland Hills, and Haltom City. And I agree, let's not get, let's get Greenhill out of there. Um, continuing on it, says Reynolds, a former TCC economics professor, through his support behind Carpenter. So if you liked Reynolds, kind of like how we did just a moment ago, um, he's saying vote for Dale Carpenter Jr., so throw it that way. Maybe we can do that. Or you could do a protest vote and vote for uh, Jack Reynolds anyways, because he will still be on the ballot. But yeah, wanted to let you know that. So, uh, so you don't go in there thinking you're actually electing this guy because he's not, you can't elect, you can't, you can't do it. So uh, if you wanted to vote for Dale Carpenter Jr. All right. And here we go back to the future of the past. Okay. Let's listen to Mr. Greenhill. Let's, let's be fair.
7: Yes, I have, uh, I've served under three uh, chancellors, and despite the conversation we just had, Eva LeBlanc is a marvelous, marvelous leader, uh, and we selected her to take the, the job of chancellor after uh, our former chancellor. Uh, really, what the issue was, he did not cooperate with an investigation that we had, so we had to just, uh, he, he, he resigned, Uh, And we just disposed of him uh, for cause. But actually what what we really do is uh, we, every year, we uh, evaluate the, that's our job. We evaluate the chancellor uh, and she and, and we come up with goals. This is what we want to accomplish this year. And we have goals for this year and uh she's she's working on that one of them is the budget, many others, but uh what we do she is accountable to us, and we uh uh make sure that she does her best to do to to do the the goals that we set for her. and she she agrees to thank you thank you oh man
2: all right, you go first. Do not vote for the incumbent grandpa. He does not know where he is.
1: He does seem like a nice grandpa, but man, yeah, he doesn't need to be having any extra work on his plate. I think he just needs to be kicking back, watching World War II documentaries on the old History Channel from the 90s. Just relaxing.
2: yeah. Let Jack Reynolds do this job. Yes.
1: Yes, this is, man. He was like totally like, like, well, it's not even that he had an inappropriate relationship. It's that he wouldn't cooperate with the investigation. <laughs> it's not even like he did anything wrong. We just like had to fire him. Not he a
2: problem we have teachers <laughs> banging students all the time. <laughs> it's like, right. wow.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm glad we watched this one. Okay. I kind of want to watch the rest of it just to know more drama, but all right, we'll move on. <laughs> we got two more videos to get to. Uh, we'll get to Fort Worth ISD district two and three next this one at the beginning of it has five seats, but there's only three people sitting there. So we'll see, I guess if more show up or not. Uh, I kind of, on this one kind of got a little bit of the preamble out of the way. So I'm starting us at one minute, 10 seconds, uh, and, and they should be doing introductions. Toby, we will start
3: with, uh, introductions with you one minute.
9: Thank you. Uh, My name is Toby Jackson. I am currently the president of the Fort Worth ISD Board of Trustees. I uh, have been on the school board for 13 years. Uh, I have had three terms on the school board. I was asked by city council and other neighborhood members to run, and I did so in 2010. I have enjoyed every moment of it. I work on opportunity gaps for students, and that's how I work. So when we see gaps for students, I work to lift those gaps, be they in attendance, be they in academia, be they in higher needs on campuses. And that uh, also corresponds with the work that I do, which is with a nonprofit, Fort Worth Spark, and we work uh, exceptionally well in the highest need areas to fill gaps that kids have that other organizations are not filling. Thank you.
1: Okay. Um
2: what do you think, Thomas? She seems like she's invested. She seems like she wants to do the job. She actually knows where she is. So I can't really, really <laughs> knock that intro. That was a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, in in education, you're you, there's a lot that you can focus on in regards to like, what is my job here? What do we need to improve? Uh, and I think it's always important to keep in mind like the priority should always be the students like, number one, first and foremost, full stop, like, mm-hmm. and do they have what they need or not? And so, like, looking at gaps for students is a great thing to be doing as a board member. So, she is an incumbent, and that's always, like, you want to be kind of suspicious of incumbents, but if she's doing a good job while she's there, then then good. Um. So, let's, let's see who else we got here.
3: I should mention that we have two groups of candidates up here tonight. Uh, candidates running for District 2, which include Pat Carlson and Toby Jackson. Pat Carlson could not be here tonight. And then we have three candidates running for District 3, and they are Martasia James, Quentin Phillips, and Valerie Navarrez could not be here either. So, uh, sorry for my negligence in not mentioning that sooner. <laughs> Martasia, you're opening.
10: Hi, my name is Martasia James. I'm a proud graduate from Dunbar High School. I currently hold my bachelor's in criminal justice and my master's in juvenile case studies and minor in psychology. Um, I currently volunteer and help out at Metro Opportunity School and where I partner with Big Thought, which is a nonprofit that helps with SEL and restorative justice practices. Um, I'm currently Um, an expecting mother and would like to try to change the things that have taken place within our school so that my child is able to attend. She's able to receive what I received while I was in public education.
1: Nice. What do you think, buddy?
2: It was clear, quick, quick, to the point. Didn't really introduce a lot about why she was running, but... Yeah. That's a good point. She so what I heard there,
1: uh, Metro is the school. There's a couple of them, but it's like kind of the main one in Fort Worth that is like students are sent to for disciplinary reasons. So if they're you know having getting in fights all the time, or if they're like threatening other students, or for various reasons, um, often or you get caught in the bathroom smoking vape too many times or whatever, um, they'll send you to Metro, and sometimes you're there. For you know, six weeks, twelve weeks. It's not a detention center, but it's like it's the closest thing to that slash school. It's a much more stricter, rigorous environment. Um, so that's where she works. That's the population of students that she's working with, uh, and like that's super important. That's a population of students that end up in the school to prison pipeline. That's the population of students who are often forgotten, and they're often people students. So she's doing college. the real work. She's doing the real work, and then she threw out the keyword restorative justice practices. And like, that's the thing. Yeah. Restorative justice is a is the newer trend that still is not the mainstream trend in criminal justice in regards to focusing rather than focusing on the victim and like what has happened to the victim and punishing the perpetrator. What restorative justice practices do is like focus on healing the, the human being, the person of both people. Uh, and, th- and there's, there's now shows that you can kind of see on Netflix and stuff. And I wish Amber was here cause she would be able to speak to it way more and way better than I could. Um, but it's essentially like a humanistic positive, uh, practice of, of kind of understanding the trauma that people have gone through prov- providing them a way to, it's like it's trauma informed It's providing them a way to essentially heal from what has happened to make amends. It's, 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 you know, recognizing therapy as being certain means of this. So it's like, it's a human centered justice. So whenever you hear that term in regards to criminal justice or in regards to prison or juvenile detention, for instance, or whatever, um, that will tell you it's not a punitive thing because our entire criminal justice system is focused around punishing for the sake of punishing because you're bad because you're a bad person. Uh, And so not this isn't trying to fix you. This isn't trying to rehabilitate you and make you better. This is just to punish you because you're bad. Uh, And like restorative justice is not about that. So just the fact that she kind of threw those words out because most people, I don't think that rings a bell for a lot of people when they hear that. It sounds maybe like more like jar, more jargon, um, but that is a, that's a jargon word that that is a, a a good one that we need. We need more restorative justice. So to me, I'm like, yeah, I dig, I dig that. Uh, let's listen to to her uh, her opponent, Mr. Phillips, and I think I think he's the incumbent. I could be wrong. Let's see.
2: Also, points for being an educator. Yeah,
11: that's true. Awesome. Good evening, everyone. Um, Delighted to be here this evening. Um, Thankful to all the folks who put this on. Thanks for providing the platform, allowing us to be able to speak about the race and everything that we have going on. My name is Quentin Phillips. Everyone calls me Q. Please feel free to do so. Uh, Currently serve as the board vice president, as well as the trustee representing District 3. Uh, District 3 is the place where I'm born and raised, um, particularly in the Stop 6 neighborhood. Um, graduate of Dunbar High School as well. I uh, was able to continue my education at Prairie View AM University as well as Eastern University for graduate studies. Um, and I'm a husband, I'm a father, um, and I'm going to return on the investment for all those folks who poured into me along the way to allow me to be able to sit here today. So I'm um, very grateful uh, for the opportunity that I've been provided and hope to continue in that capacity.
1: Yeah. What do
2: you think, Thomas? He was good. He wasn't as... should that phrase this? He wasn't as captivating as the other two. The other two... This is hard because they're all really good candidates, too. I was not expecting this.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, what do you think? He, uh... I think he, he like, uh, as opposed to, I'm blanking on, the, on 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 her name, the woman who just said, Martasia. Um, she's making a case, right? Because she, she's kind of having to say, hey, this is what my credentials are, this is my expertise. He's an incumbent. Uh, he's been here. He's been doing work. So he doesn't, he's not making a case in the same sort of way because he doesn't have to. You can just, like, look at his voting record, look what he's advocated for. I I want to say this dude's awesome, and he's been doing good things in the school board. Like I've heard of him, and I've seen some of this some of the stuff he he is representing the community in the way that seems to be a, seems to be positive. Um, so again, he seems like he's doing a good job. But yeah, you're right. Like he didn't say as much, and maybe he will here in a second when we listen to the question, as the Martesia, his challenger, and then the the third person who's not there, uh, Valeria Navarez, Navarez. Is that for the accent, accents on the a. Um. Let me read her thing real quick. She's lived in the district for one year and is a property manager. According to her campaign filing, she's one of the activists. Oh, that's right. <laughs> who protested sex education curriculum in Fort Worth ISD. So the crazy conservative, for lack of a better term, doesn't want kids to learn about sex, uh, is the is the other person that's running in this district and is not there. So I think either Martasia or Quentin would be a great person on this seat. Uh and then the other district two, we've got Toby, who's been there for a while. Patricia Carlson, her opponent, who's not there, according to our spreadsheet, says business owner. She's 73 and has lived in the district for super 17 conservatives. years.
2: Do what? Probably super conservative as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, for that are that old, it's just, there's nothing else, there's no other qualifications.
2: That's got to be strategy, because, like, I think what it is, is they're realizing now if they put them their crazy-ass candidates against anybody that's remotely qualified, they're going to lose.
1: Yeah, so they're not showing up to the debate, so that's interesting. So let's, yeah. let's hear their question, and then we'll get on to the last video.
3: Thank you. We will now get into the questions. This first question is directly for Toby. Toby, you've been on a school board for more than a decade. You've seen some issues like enrollment and deficit rise. What have you done to combat those issues?
9: Well, first and foremost, the most important thing we could do is educate the community on how our schools are performing and accurately do so. And in 2019, we had 41 schools that were performing at A and B ratings from the state of Texas in 2022, that number moved to 75.
7: So one thing we've
9: worked on is working to comply with the state's requirements to ensure that our schools are schools all over this city that equitably provide and equally provide an opportunity for students to move into the same services, be they STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, or be they another area that they're interested in. Every child in every neighborhood should have the same opportunity. And I believe that we've shown over those three years, especially the last three years, that we've moved the needle quite a bit academically.
11: Thank you.
1: Okay. That was just a question for her, I guess. How? How? So, so Okay. I mean, Isn't that, she the incumbent right now? Yeah, she is. She's, I think this is her third, okay. third term or she's served three
2: terms. Well, it's probably going to be for her and her opponent, but her opponent didn't show up, so they kind of asked yeah. them. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's a District 2 thing.
1: Okay, here. So I don't have much to say about that. Like, that was a decent answer, but I do have this to say. This is kind of making me think about this. Uh, and this might not be this term. I guess these are two year terms. Maybe they're more. Um, I'm curious now. Maybe they're four year terms. Um, I guess that would make more sense because then next two year cycle, we would see the other districts. So this may actually come into play. Who, who serves this time around may actually play, play into this. What's coming up, I imagine most people don't know this. Like educators, we're just now learning about this. Um, but people in universities at the post you know high school level, but then also people at the high school level, what we are all looking at is this big enrollment drop-off that is going to come around in 2025. And the reason why this is coming is because in 2008, when the economic crash happened, Americans started having less kids. And we are now about 18 years removed from that. And so we're going to start seeing less kids in schools. Yep. And yep. that's going to, you know, affect funding because schools currently, the way it's set up, get paid based on our enrollment, based on our attendance. Um, so money is going to get super tight And school districts are probably going to have to start closing schools and reallocate resources and readjust to deal with the declining enrollment. And universities, it's going to be even worse because with less students coming into high school, then like a smaller percentage of that are going to be the ones that are actually going to college. So the colleges drop off is going to be even more significant. Uh, And I don't like there's no solutions to this as of now, like we kind of have to, you know, every this is going to be across the country and like different states are going to handle it differently. But at the end of the day, what I can say is that we're going to need more funding from the state of Texas or from the federal government or from whoever to like what to get through this, Um, because otherwise schools on their own are not going to be able to fund these things to continue the funding that we're currently at. Uh, you know, based on kind of how all this is going on, because if we're having less students come in, we're going to be getting less money, and we're already so short on money. And so that's you know that's just something to kind of keep in mind. That doesn't have anything to do with what what Toby Jackson was specifically referring to. She's kind of saying, "Hey, look, we're getting more in compliance with the state in regards to our you know equity of treating students at different schools the same, which is great." Um, but I'm just kind of saying, here in the next in the, the next five to seven years, like we're going to see a lot of changes and a lot of problems you know, frankly, that are going to come in education. And we like, we want people who are on these school boards to be people who are going to handle these issues accordingly. Um, So that's just something to keep in mind, keep in mind. Okay, we'll finish this up and then we'll kind of start wrapping up the podcast.
3: Uh, The other two candidates will answer a very similar question to that. Uh, Martasia, as a trustee, how would you combat declining enrollment and fraught finances? Oh, there you go. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the last part. How would you combat declining enrollment
10: and fraught finances? Um, I
3: would
10: make sure I would make sure that it's I will make sure that it's made sure to our parents of what it is that our schools are able to offer within our communities. Um in the school board, I mean in the district three area, I feel as though that our schools such as Dunbar Aviation Program isn't being um it, it isn't having a lot of light shine on it to let parents know what it is that they their child can be offered at the Dunbar High School and the engineering program that they have there as well. I will bring more attention to that and allow parents to know about that option that they have for their kids and just um, the YMLA option as well, too, so that their kids are able to receive the extra benefits they're wanting or needing for that, for that child or their needs.
1: She seems nervous. She is. Yeah, that was, that wasn't the best answer. She kind of really didn't answer the question.
2: Um, she fumbled, this is what happened. She probably yeah. knows the answer to the question, but she just cracked under pressure. Yeah, I think she was kind of caught off guard by the question
1: because it was not the question that <laughs> the last lady got. So it's like, wait, what?
11: Uh, no. Okay. Thank
3: you. Q, would you like to answer or the question again?
11: Yeah, thank you very much for the question. Um, as far as it comes to, we're talking about enrollment. Um, you know, as far as. When I even first ran for the board, it was a conversation I was having with family members, family members that were all Fort Worth Isd graduates. And we were having this conversation as we were beginning to have our own children about where we were going to put our, put our students where we we're going to put our own kids and we were exploring all of these options and thankfully we were of means to be able to talk about charters because we have the the transportation to be able to take them where we want to go, having the conversation about private schools because we have the means to be able to make that happen if we needed to. But we kept on reducing Fort Worth ISD schools as Fort Worth ISD graduates. And so one of the biggest things was is to be able to convince my own community as well as myself that we need to invest in Fort Worth ISD by one, putting our own kids in there because if we or not invested as parents first, as community members first, how are we going to expect enrollment to be able to go to where it's supposed to? So, really putting my own skin in the game in that, as well as various other ways.
1: That's a really good answer. Yeah. Like, just, for, I mean, it, it Saying putting it in that way, kind of putting it on himself, like I can personally, I can do something personally by like where I enroll my kids in school, and that's also. And I didn't even mention that a second ago in regards to enrollment drop off. Another reason enrollment is declining um, is because of exactly what he mentioned, because of private schools and because of charter schools and the prevalence of the prevalence or whatever of charter schools, and the fact that right now we've been talking about in the Texas ledge, like they're trying to pass a voucher law. We'll see if that one. Again, we don't want to freak out yet, right? We'll wait till next month to freak out. But if they do pass that where they're giving state money to parents to send their kids to a charter school or a college, then that's money that could be going into the public school system and is not. Um, that's another reason why, you know you just kind of defund education, you depump, fund public schools, you privatize you know, this is neoliberalism, privatize everything um, your 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 school system will fail if you don't give it the funding that's needed. You know, if you don't, don't provide, don't don't believe in it. And that's kind of the, literally what he's saying. Like, we'll believe in the public education system by, by putting your kids in it, you know. First and foremost, we're going to have to actually believe in it if we want it to work. So, good. We got, good. I think all three of them are good candidates. Um. So, you know, listener, take that for what you will. Vote for who you think is best for your district if you live in District 2 or District 3 for Fort Worth ISD. Um... And then this we'll, is
2: i was not expecting to have three good candidates
1: yeah yeah i, I agree so that's that's actually that's heartening that's good news um for, for fort worth yeah. isd let's look at the last group um this one's three white people uh so we'll see we'll see how this one varies from the other one here we go at five we
3: have three candidates running for district five uh, incumbent cj evans kevin lynch yeah. and josh yoder we will begin with introductions,
12: starting with CJ. All right. Thank you all so much for being. All right. I'm at
1: 16 seconds. So this one was started right from the beginning.
12: In here and for the okay. Fort Worth report um, and KERA and uh, steer Fort Worth for hosting this. My name is CJ Evans. I'm currently serving my first term as the district five trustee in the last four years since I've been on the board, Fort Worth ISD has gone from a D plus Ranking system through the it's through the state's rating system to a B minus. I truly believe that Fort Worth ISD can be the Best large urban district in Texas. We have miles to go before we can become that a plus district But we can get there and I believe I'm the best person in district 5 this term um, To help get us there. I'm a 20 year 20 plus year attorney. I am bilingual Um, And as such, I bring an objective analysis to all critical issues. Um, As a trustee, these last four years, I have been responsive, and I will continue to work with the other eight trustees to remain focused on continued improvement.
2: What do you think, Thomas? She's very confident and assertive. I kind of like that in a candidate, but that also kind of scares me because she doesn't really go into much about what she's done other than here's where we were, here's where we are now. So she's very good results-driven, which is going to translate well to voters.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Bilingual take is nice. That never hurts. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. implying that things are good she's successful she did a good job because the district did better while she was in office um but not really explaining or articulating like what what she had has done um but yeah seems to seems to know what's up what she's doing so that's always that's always good we've seen some candidates already that that don't so let's uh let's see who's next thank
3: you yes sorry kevin you're up Hey,
0: thank, thank you everyone for being here. Thank you for the Fort Worth report. Um, I'm Kevin Lynch, uh, running for District 5. I just want to introduce myself. We've got five kids. All five of them are in Fort Worth ISD schools currently. Um, been involved in a lot of different ways within the school district, uh, whether that's PTA, sitting on site-based decision-making, uh, PTA council for Fort Worth ISD, the Paschal Pyramid Liaison. I'm currently sitting on the Citizen Oversight Committee for the 2021 bond. And uh, I'm here because I care and uh, I want to make a difference. Um, I'm a leader. I'm a quiet leader. I'm someone that gets things done. And uh, I want to focus on academic excellence, financial responsibility, and building stronger communities. Thanks. Okay.
2: Okay. okay. What do you think? Getting conservative vibes from that guy. <laughs> what, what, what's
1: making your, your conservative radar go off?
2: The fact that he leads with his kids. And also, you know, look at that tie. That is a Donald Trump tie. Oh,
1: yeah. 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 Wow. I didn't even think about that. It is very much a Trump tie. Yeah, he led with family. Family first, right? Even in how I phrase things. Um, yeah, it was pretty boilerplate, pretty generic. He came prepared. He knew what he was going to say. He had he had his thing like ready to go.
2: Um, but yeah. It, also conservative trade if the conservative actually shows up that's how they're showing up yeah yeah
1: interesting he ha- he is involved though so he does have experience he's doing all the little things that you kind of do to work yourself up to running for something like this so whatever that's worth but yeah both him and cj vague about policy so let's hear let's hear the next one
3: thank you josh
13: josh Oder, also running for district Five. oh so no the dead mic not really,
3: not really. is it on yet Strikes again.
1: Take cues.
13: Josh Yoder running for District 5. Um, So great to see so many people out. I hope that as we progress throughout the next three, four years, we see a lot more individuals. Um, Parental involvement is discouraged currently as it stands today, and it's a shame because we wanna take, we talk about PTA, we wanna take PTA money, but we don't want parents to make decisions. We don't want parents input into decisions. And it's a shame. Um, I'm a very analytical individual. I like to look at what's worked in the past and what hasn't worked, the Fort Worth ISD. Um, I manage 40 employees. I know what it takes to get buy-in, to implement a plan to implement decision and you know I'm a native of Fort Worth I've lived here my entire life I have a passion for these children and is heartbreaking what's happening is heartbreaking
2: <laughs> okay you go first okay I remember what I said about the last guy being conservative this guy's <laughs> conservative too but he's more like you know, school boards are coming after our kids with five G's and all that other stuff. Yeah, he sounds angry.
1: And he's not saying yes. what he's not saying, like what what's what's happening is terrible. What's happening, bro? What are you talking about?
2: That, like, explain to me what, what's got you so mad.
1: Oh uh, man. We want to take PTA money, but we don't want to let parents have say. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's literally what the PTA is, is like the parents having say
2: <laughs> like parents have a ton of say. probably saw someone with a dress that showed angles and was like, absolutely not.
1: Yeah. I mean this to me, I'm just getting, you know, book banning, you know, Christian nationalism, like, oh, they're showing porn in schools or whatever. CRT. Like that's, I don't, he didn't say any of that, but that's what I feel like he's talking about. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? The parents don't have a say, what's goes on? Like, and it, I understand District Five is different than you know that Fort Worth ISD is a big, big district. There's hundreds of schools that are in it, and so as much as uh, Miss Jody earlier was saying that like we're being more equitable in our district, like there's still it depends on where you're at, like what what you get, and like a lot of parts of Fort Worth ISD do not have parent involvement because the parents are too busy working two or three jobs. Um, yeah, you know it's 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 because they're working class parents. Uh, the ones where you do have a ton of parent parental involvement is when you have moms who don't work and you have time; they have time to go to these meetings. And so, like, I, I don't know, just that that's not representative of the district as a whole, uh, is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, I don't know. This dude's giving me like, I, okay, here's another thing I want to say. I've managed 40 people. Makes it sound like that he maybe owned a business that employed 40 people, but no, it means he was just a manager for someone else who oversaw 40 people i don't know if i'd want this dude to be my manager but it's fancy
2: yeah <laughs>
1: yeah seems i know how to get buy-in for people i know how to make people work i know how to make them do things
2: honestly i'm just gonna say i vote for <laughs> evans that's what you're because you you're, don't want either of those two guys
1: yeah see yeah see, yeah cj go, go with the, the devil you know right not that cj is the devil i'm not saying that uh i think i get conservative vibes right. from her as well her, i've been getting her leaflets her mailers or whatever and the, same thing conservative vibes this is technically a she is
2: she is but she's sensible conservative she's conservative that i'm in there i realize what can and cannot be done yeah i've been educated those other two guys have not been educated yeah i think both
1: of these guys are going to be you know rabble rousers or bull in a china shop in regard but it was what they want right that's what they want to do they want to they want (coughs) to fuck it up like uh stop this from working because they don't think it's working right um and I guess it it just depends on what your perspective. What do you think it should be doing? What do you think the school system, school district should be doing, right? Uh, do you think it should exist or not? I think is where we should start. And then I think some of these people maybe maybe don't think so. Okay. Well, that's we don't even need to. I don't even need to see questions from for these people. I think uh, we probably know how they're gonna answer them. Um, but listener, there's twenty four yeah. minutes left in the video. By all means, go watch it and develop your own opinions. but I think I think we've seen enough here. So, okay. So, Thomas, what do you... Do you got any closing remarks for us about this upcoming election we've got here in Tarrant County and in Fort Worth?
2: Please go vote. Please. If we don't vote, the idiots will get into the office and you'll wonder why everything's stupid.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I think you... That's very succinct. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right about that. So, again, please go vote. Um please check out our spreadsheet do your own research make your own decisions but we've got we try to bring as much info as possible for you um thanks for listening thanks for joining us we'll be back here in a few weeks to cover the results of the election uh and so please uh please join us then and see see how it all shakes down so have a
7: great week bye bye